The Greeks, the founders of Western society, were once a matriarchy. This means the women, not the men, held political power over the early Greek societies, such as Crete. This is where the symbol of the Gorgon comes from, though not under that name, the name of Medusa. The Medusa symbol is theorized by anthropologists as a men-keep-out sign. It was during this rule the men became angry with their women overlord priestesses and violently took power, reducing the status of women as the lowest levels of society as less than human in regards of most of their literature, seen more or less as property to be traded or plundered as opposed to a living human being. Now, this brings to a next point of, to emphasize the distrust in Greek culture towards women because of the early matriarchal societies and uh, Medusa imagery, is Socrates is quoted as saying, you can only find true love with another man because a woman is too irrational. Now, this is important because that this normalizes gay culture and is considered the essential norm of what it is to be an upper-class Greek man, is to have other male lovers. Now, that you can notice that this is not very common in modern Western culture, or in Western culture only a century after the height or the end and decline of the Greek for the following culture that became dominant over Western civilization, the Romans, persisted in this for some time until the Christians and their beliefs against homosexuality became the dominant uh, religion of Rome. The important part about this is the Bible says nothing about the treatment of women. In fact, it adds on to the concepts of misogyny in its texts, though kicking out the whole uh, concept of homosexuality. So the Romans still had the misogyny, but now they had the homophobia, as the Romans were really just uh, a spiritual successor to the Greeks to be later influenced by the Christians. Now, this is important because this is what the groundwork is for the rest of Western society. Because the Romans would go on to conquer much of Europe, and with it, the entirety of Western civilization, as it would follow. Every European nation afterwards would have its own laws or regulations or punishments for gayness, but they were all very anti-gay. And when Western civilization spread out of Europe and began conquering the entire world through imperialism and exploration and colonization, you see that these values still persist and they are still enforced on these other people. These new colonies, these new territories claimed are still being enforced with the concepts of patriarchy and homophobia despite concepts of freedom and equality being prevalent in early Greek democracy or Roman republicanism 
or Enlightenment philosophers. It never extended that far due to the deeply rooted beliefs and anger of the ancient Greeks towards their former women overlords and the Old Testament and then later New Testament's ideas of what should happen between two consenting adults. This would go on to change the shape of the world forever. As not only were European nations affected by this, the other colonial uh, endeavors were also affected by this. And essentially Western culture, though despite Eastern culture having similar practices, Western culture became infamous for misogyny and homophobia. Though the most amount of reforms in regards to human rights have occurred by Western civilizations in the past half century. Um, though the former colonies of Western cultures uh, still are having trouble catching up with what their overlords have decreed for themselves. Their former overlords uh, have decreed for themselves. It's, it's unfortunate that the legacy of Western civilization for so many people is this of oppression when there's so much about education and freedom of independent thought and one's ability to make for themselves their own life, their own destiny. That is what I wish would be taken away from Western culture a bit more than the negative effects of what once was, though still affects many peoples today. I think if we are to go forward, we take the best of what was once in the past in order to affect us in the future, to make us better in the future. For example, the Americans did not take the uh, ideas of destiny, though manifest destiny is a whole other topic, the concept of one's fate being chosen for them from the Greeks. But they did take ideas of, of uh, the philosophies of democracy or Roman republicanism, though they don't believe in multiple gods like the Romans did. They took what they decided was the best parts of the societies in order to make their own better. And I feel like this is what society needs to decide to do, is to not constantly look at the negatives of a ancient society or a um, pre-modern society, but to focus in on what made it successful, what made it effective, what made it worthy of mention, worthy of note, worthy of remembering, and apply those concepts, those ideas, instead of always pointing fingers of the wrongs of the past. It would be righteous of us to focus on the good as a means to make it good for the people that come after us. For if we are always busy thinking about the wrongs that happened to those before us, how are we supposed to make it any better for those who come after us? That is all.